All right, welcome to another session of Clinical Pearls. In this session, we're going to cover bovar lichen sclerosis. Bovar symptoms of pain, dyspareunia, and itching or pruritus are common and may significantly affect a woman's sense of well-being and sexual function. Lichen sclerosis is a type of vulvar dermatoses along with vulvar lichen sclerosis and even lichen planus. Vulvar dermatoses are inflammatory conditions that may be limited to the vulva or they may present with extra genital areas of involvement. They may be classified as non-scarring like contact dermatitis and lichen simplex chronicus or scarring like lichen sclerosis and lichen planus. Additionally, vulvar dermatoses may be present superimposed one on another. For example, lichen simplex chronicus can exist with lichen sclerosis. Lichen sclerosis is a chronic inflammatory disorder primarily affecting the genital and anal areas with extra genital lesions being reported in up to 18% of cases. Now, although lichen sclerosis may affect any age group, it classically has a bimodal age distribution with a typical age onset in the fifth to sixth decade and a second age peak in prepubertal girls. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Although lichen sclerosis is associated with autoimmune diseases like thyroid dysfunction, vitiligo, and diabetes mellitus, the etiology is unclear. Now, patients with lichen sclerosis most commonly report itching or pruritus, followed by irritation, burning, dyspareunia, and tearing. All right, when we come back, let's talk about the physical examination findings and true diagnosis. On physical examination, the lesions of lichen sclerosis appears white papules and plaques, which may have associated purpura. Now, additionally, thinning, crinkling, white skin, frequently referred to as cigarette paper or tissue paper-like changes, is typically present, and that's pathognomonic for lichen sclerosis. The Kobner phenomenon is also well described. That's development of lesions after trauma to the skin, even like scratching. Now, although lichen sclerosis generally spares the mucosa within heart's line, so that's a clinical pearl, introidal narrowing may occur as a result of involvement of the mucocutaneous junction. Now, involvement including the superior vulva and the perianal tissue can create the classic figure of eight or hourglass shape. Now, remember, that's also a clinical pearl. Remember, cigarette-like paper and figure of eight or the hourglass shape. For diagnosis, although visual inspection is helpful, a biopsy is recommended in adult women to confirm the diagnosis, especially when the clinical diagnosis is uncertain or there's concern for malignancy. 
Now, although serology or blood test is not useful for the diagnosis of lichen sclerosis, a brief evaluation included thyroid function tests and examination for vitiligo and alopecia areata should be considered given the association with autoimmune-related disorders. As for treatment, the standard of care for lichen sclerosis remains topical steroids, specifically clobetasol propionate. Now, topical testosterone and progesterone applications, which historically were described, should not be used for the management of lichen sclerosis because they have proven inferior to regular topical steroids. Now, although there is concern regarding the long-term use of topical steroids, studies using moderate or ultra-potent topical steroids for long-term maintenance therapy for this condition have not resulted in steroid-induced changes or secondary infection of the skin. Recent literature supports the use of ongoing maintenance regimens for optimal control of lichen sclerosis. This can include twice-weekly application of either an ultra-potent or daily use of a moderate-strength steroid. Now, for women with poorly controlled disease, intralesional steroid injections of triamcinolone have been described. An additional management option includes topical tacrolimus. This is a calcineurin inhibitor, and it also has some immunomodulating and anti-inflammatory effects. Now, its use is typically reserved for patients who do not respond to topical corticosteroids or when there is concern for skin atrophy or steroid dermatitis. Remember, we're talking about tacrolimus or otherwise known as protopic. Calcineurin inhibitors work by inhibiting the calcineurin phosphatase activity with resultant decrease in T-cell proliferation and activation. Similar to use of topical corticosteroids, topical calcineurin inhibitors may be applied sparingly to the affected area, beginning one to two times daily and reducing the frequency of application for long-term maintenance. Now, although evidence regarding the use of topically applied tacrolimus and cancer is lacking, counseling and documentation is still recommended given the 2006 FDA black box warning noting the lack of long-term safety information. Nonetheless, the use of this medication has shown to be effective in certain patients. Now, for patients who do not respond to topical steroids and who need other options, these other options include oral and topical retinoids, steroid injections, oral cyclosporin, and even phototherapy. Finally, surgery should be reserved for the treatment of malignancy and post-inflammatory anatomical changes like introidal stenosis and release of labial adhesions. Okay, when we come back, we have to say a quick word about the association of lichen sclerosis and future vulvar cancer. That's coming up next. All right, regarding long-term prognosis, that prognosis with lichen sclerosis is intimately tied to the future risk of possible vulvar cancer. It appears that women with lichen sclerosis have a 4 to 5% risk of vulvar cancer. Additionally, there is an association with differentiated vulvar intraepithelial neoplasia. Remember, this is a non-human papillomavirus-related precursor to squamous cell cancer. So let's say that again. Patients with this condition have a 4 to 5% risk of vulvar cancer because of its association to differentiated vulvar VIN. 
Now, remember that approximately 60% of vulvar squamous cell cancer is actually not related to HPV, but appears to be associated with inflammatory dermatosis like lichen sclerosis, and it has a high rate of malignant transformation. That information is crucial for long-term follow-up of these patients, and patients should be aware of the potential for development of non-papillomavirus-associated VIN. All right, that wraps up our quick review of vulvar lichen sclerosis. The source and data for this information came from the ACOG CME Expert Series on the Diagnosis and Treatment of Vulvar Disorders from 2018. We'll see you next time.